Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm doing something a little bit different. I'm going to be um, sharing my video devotional. I'm going to be sharing this as an audio transcript for my Rooted in Christ uh, daily study, as well as our Rooted in Christ uh, emails. I'm, I, we have a lot of people doing a lot of things together, so I thought it might be interesting. Uh, I share, I'm going to share this video today with a lot of different ways. Uh, video version, for those of you watching now. Uh, written version, for those of you that subscribe to our Rooted in Christ daily text, as well as our email. And then I'm going to also be sending this out uh, as a podcast as well. So lots of ways to get the same content. I hope you enjoy it. hope it's fruitful to you and I hope it's a blessing to your life. Um, today, we're going to be starting out this this week. For those of you who have read these and may not watch the videos, or those who do the videos and may not read, uh, what I do is I take, uh, in our Rooted in Christ study, I take one text uh, and then I'll look at it in a variety of different ways each day. Uh, and that also is the text typically that I preach from on a Sunday morning here at St. Matthew. So when you come into the church on a Sunday, you've heard this, this text many ways and many times, and you've already considered it for a lot of ways. And basically, you've done your homework to get ready for Sunday morning. So our text this week is going to come from Joshua, Joshua 24, rereading verses 1 through 3, and then verses 15 uh, through 20. I'm sorry, then verses uh, uh, um, 14 through 25. Um, So 1 through Joshua 24, 1 through 3, then 14 through 25. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem, and summoned the elders and the heads, the judges and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord your God of Israel, Long ago your ancestors, Terah and his sons Abraham and Nahor, lived beyond the Euphrates and served other gods. Then I took your father Abraham from beyond the river and led him to the land of Canaan and made his offspring many. I gave him Isaac. And then he goes on and lists the rest of the offspring. And then verse 14. Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now, if you're unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day day who you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in the land that you're living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. The people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us out of the land, that brought us and our ancestors from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who did those great signs in our sight. He protected us along the way we went, and among all the peoples throughout where we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore we will serve the Lord, for he is our God. But Joshua said to the people, You cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive you the transgressions of your, or your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you, having done, good, done you good. People said to Joshua, No, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said to the people, You are witnesses against yourself that you have chosen the Lord to serve him. They said, We are witnesses. He said then, Put away the foreign gods that are among you, and incline your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. The people said to Joshua, The Lord our God we will serve, and we will in him we will obey. Okay, so this is this entire week we're going to look at the renewal of the covenant that Joshua has with the people here. So what, what we do for those of you that are unfamiliar is we take one day to kind of set the tone. Then we look at the world behind the text, what's happening in the context. 
Then we look at uh, what's happening behind the scenes here. What, 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 is the, what is happening in the greater scripture, in the greater context? The, the next day, we look at the world of the text, what's happening on the paper. Day three, we look at the world in front of the text. What does this mean to me and you? And then we usually sum it up in, in some way. So today I want to talk about, I want to set the table for you today, what's happening leading up to this moment. And that I want to talk about the conquest. Um, Joshua is Joshua comes to lead the people after Moses. Moses was the great leader. Honestly, starting in Exodus, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy is in many ways the story of Moses and the people. Moses comes in, in Exodus 3, and Exodus 1 rather, and by the time we get to Exodus 3, we see God raising up Moses to be the great leader uh, of, of the people. And so Moses comes, leads the people, leads them out of slavery in Egypt into freedom. And of course the people are faithful and sometimes in some ways they, they fall away, but they are being formed by God in the, the wilderness. They're given the law, they're given many of the covenants, they're given the festivals, they're giving all the things that they need to follow God completely. So Moses is amazing. In fact, Deuteronomy ends with Moses' death and saying that no one has ever risen as great as Moses. Okay. So then we get to Joshua. And it's one thing to be the leader and the great be the great leader. It, it's, it's another thing to follow the great leader. And Joshua follows Moses. And that's a great challenge. And Joshua begins with God telling Joshua, be strong, be courageous. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. So we see that happen here. And then the rest of Joshua is what's called the conquest, where the people, they have great victories like Jericho. If you are familiar with the story of Joshua, you know that's the story where the spies go and they sneak into Jericho and Rahab saves them and they march around and blow the trumpets and they are able to conquer Jericho. We have moments of great victory. They have moments of great defeat in I, A-I is how it's spelled in scripture where they don't obey fully, and because of that, they suffer defeat. And we see in Joshua a pattern that's set really all the way through Joshua into Judges, frankly, throughout the rest of Scripture. We see moments of great victory and success, and moments of great failure. And so we see the conquest that leads up to this moment here is, in many ways, a story of Israel's sort of obedience but sort of disobedience. They obey and they fall. They obey and they fall. They get it right, they get it wrong. We see this constant in their lives. And so we come to this renewal moment where Joshua is going to die. His death is imminent. And before he passes into glory, they reaffirm the covenant. And Joshua basically says this, choose, choose. Choose who you're going to serve. You can serve God, or you can serve the gods, the gods of your neighbors. But choose. And so this is a powerful moment, almost like a, a wedding, if you will, where in the way, and we'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow, um, and what a covenant is. But you see Joshua laying out the terms here. Do this. And this will happen. Do this in this moment. So we'll talk a little bit more about what the covenant looks like tomorrow. But what I want you to hear is that this has all been leading to this moment here. Joshua is fixing to die. 
the people now are going to be without this great leader. And he's telling them, choose. And the people of Israel throughout their entire history have moments of faithfulness, moments of failure. Faithfulness, failure. Faithfulness, failure. That's Judges. That's all the Old Testament. And frankly, that's enti our entire story is in this well. Faithfulness, failure. Faithfulness, failure. And we serve a God who doesn't give up on us, even in our failure. One of my favorite quotes is by Rich Mullins where he says, when we come to Christ, we must give God both our virtues and our vices. Because the Holy Spirit will in time burn away our vices. But our virtues can be dangerous because our virtues can make us think we can stand on our own two feet. The people of Israel here, they've had times where they've been faithful. They've had times where they've fallen. And the reality is they need God when they're faithful and they need God when they're fallen. Because their, their worth doesn't come from their correct obedience. And, and they aren't disowned because they've fallen. They are found completely and totally in the grace of Christ. That's where they were, as Hebrews 11 tells us. And frankly, that's where we are today. So today, be faithful wherever you find yourself at. But also, if you've messed up, if you've fallen, that doesn't mean your story's over. It means that you just have to keep walking faithfully. And God's grace will go with you. So thanks for watching, listening, or reading to this today. Hope it's a blessing to you. And we'll see you tomorrow morning as we look at the world behind the text of this passage. And we look at the concept of covenant. Thanks for being with us. See you tomorrow.